0: Righteously
1: It's time for another edition of the Cultural Hall, and it's articles of news for the week of the 23rd of uh, April. But here's the deal. uh, It's not really the 23rd of April. Uh, We had to fudge this a little bit, because we already recorded last week's uh, episode by the time we got to have these fine folks in the studio. Now, joining us later, for all of you Brother Kyle lovers, will be Brother Kyle. Uh, But right now, uh, here we've got in the Cultural Hall, Daniel. Go ahead and say hello. Hi. And we've got uh, Louise. Hi. And we've got Ashley. Hello. And you guys can probably tell they're from Utah County, by the way, that they talk. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Uh, you guys are not even from the United States, obviously. No, we're from England. So the first question that I have is, how in the world
2: did you start listening to the
1: cultural hall
2: all the way over <laughs> in England? Um, I think from memory, it was back probably about five years ago. It was like when you first interviewed Al Fox, maybe. Okay, So something maybe on Twitter and it it all sort of went around and I picked it up so I started listening to that and then I realized there was a couple of other guys in my ward that were listening to it too really? so there's a few of us in my ward well I hate that. so we get to share some things <laughs> a few personal jokes and stuff Let me. Uh, so you're famous you're famous th- in our ward a little bit no one else knows about you, you there give but a shout out yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. like Roger Sp- rog- he sent an email Roger Spores you said Roger Spores yeah. yeah. Spores so it's Spores yeah sure. Roger Spores so, um, by
1: the way you'll notice as we talk because I and I don't do this intentionally or to mock but you'll notice that oh start talking like you guys.
2: And, and I don't know <laughs> why.
3: Right. We'll start talking like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: And uh, Jonathan Sim and Sam Munden, probably the ones that you know in my ward that awesome. listen. So. Awesome. Yeah.
1: And so you sent me a message on Instagram that said, hey, you know what? A uh, long time ago, you said, hey, yeah. I'm going to be in town. And I said, you're going to have to remind me if we're going to actually do this thing. And sure enough, you did. And, yeah. and so now you're here. There you go. And you brought along your, your wife and also her sister. Now, do you guys listen to the Cultural Hall at all? It's fine if you oh, don't. No. <laughs> no, because we're we're gonna uh, no we're going to uh, we're gonna convert you to it. We didn't today. know that
3: you were gonna
4: be speaking to us today. No, <laughs> yeah. just came. I just had to drive him here. So I was like, oh, I may as well just stay. And yeah, then this happened. No, like
3: so for the so
1: then I'm gonna turn to these guys for just a second because I'm curious. <laughs> um, so what so what do you know then? Because the 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 premise becomes Daniel saying to you guys. Hey, so there's a podcast that records, a show that's available in Podcast Forum that, that uh, is recorded in Salt Lake, I Want to Go. So first of all,
3: what was the reaction from you guys? Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But then you obviously conceded. Know, yeah, he listens to it a lot. So I've heard of that, but I've never, heard, I've never listened to it myself.
1: So he just puts it in the headphones, and you say, "All right, yeah. you're doing that." He's doing the cultural hall thing right
2: now. I
3: think he listens to it when he's out driving for work. Yeah. So I, I yeah they
2: never listen to it the kids sometimes hear it sometimes they'll pick stuff up but she doesn't do accents very well either so she'd listen to it and go what are they talking about yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, I've been in the car sometimes with him and I'm like I don't understand a word <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're that bad we have that bad accents hang on no you doesn't have to be bad for her to, not to understand oh, you oh okay
1: I'll tell you what like so when I went on my mission I went to Cleveland and for the first three months <laughs> I had no idea what people were saying at all and I know it was English because like occasionally
3: I would pick up a word, but I was like, I have no idea what is even being Next said. Place. I can understand yeah. you far, Yeah. I think it's just listening to accents. I'm not too good. <laughs>
1: Interesting. And then you brought your sister along. So what's the story with her? She lives here. Oh, you live here.
3: Yeah, I moved
4: here two years ago. Um, I've just been going to LDS Business College downtown. Cool. cool. Um, and they came over. I just had my graduation ceremony on... Um, Friday. Friday yeah. I can nice. Um So they just came over, and my parents are here as well. Um, so they came over for that. Cool. Um, and I'm really sorry that I've never listened to this podcast. Oh, no. you will now. I know. See, that's,
1: <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just putting you on the hook. That's yeah. all. That way we get at least a listen from you and a listen from you. Uh, congratulations on graduation.
4: Thank you. So what's the plan now? So it's funny how it works because they only do commencement once a year. So I'm technically not done. Right. I still have spring semester. Um, I have... Like two classes to take. Okay. Then probably work for a year to get some money, and then I want to head to the U. Cool. If I get in I think to the class.
1: University of Utah. Uh-huh. Yes. What did you study at LDSBC?
4: Business management.
1: Cool. And what, what's yeah. if we're throwing? You know, we got the hope board or the vision uh-huh. board up on the thing. What's the end of the line for you?
4: Well, I'm thinking of doing an English degree. I want to get my bachelor's in English and okay. have the associates in business management because they're a great pair. Sure. And then I can do whatever I want. Well, maybe. but what's the, what's the what whatever
1: you want though what um, if you could dream and money didn't matter and Fulfillment. What's the uh, thing? Do you know?
4: I'm well. I'm thinking about teaching, kay. like elementary kay. age. I don't know that I could handle teenagers. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, because they're horrible. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um. Except for my niece, she's not horrible. She's yeah. not a teenager yet, though. I guess. So. Yeah.
1: That's your guy's kid, uh, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 yeah all right. Okay. Um, she will be horrible. <laughs> Get ready for it. they without question. She will be horrible.
4: Um. Yes. Yeah, so I'm thinking about teaching. Um. I'm still kind of toying around with a few different ideas. It kind of just depends what happens. I don't like the idea of being tied down to anything, which is why I want something quite broad so that sure. I can go anywhere and right. do whatever I want.
1: And, and with an English degree, you'll find that you'll do anything but teach English, probably. <laughs>
3: yeah. Right? It's one
1: of those ones where you're like, yeah, I'm fascinated yeah. by it. But let's yeah, try and find something that'll make a little bit more money, which, I mean, I have a degree in theater, so I'm in the same boat. Um I think it's interesting I noticed the you know these two obviously married you're not married I gotta ask you that at uh, LDSBC and having an English accent <laughs> how, how is that for you because to me I mean I, hopefully my girlfriend won't listen to this I could sit I could sit and listen to you talk for hours and it wouldn't matter what you're talking about I just have a love for the accent like that do you find us white American boys to be doing the same thing to
4: you yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot um, and it's not even even just... Boys, it's uh-huh. everyone, uh-huh. and I've kind of been shy a lot growing up. Like I've never been the most, like oh, attention on me. Mm-hmm. So when I first moved here, it was horrible because I was like, everyone's looking at me all the time, and I don't uh-huh. like it. And you have to give presentations all the time at school, and during other people's presentations, people tend to chat or be a bit distracted on their right. laptop, and then I stand up and talk, and everyone just stops and they look at you, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, <laughs> like people are actually staring at me, and I. Need to make sure I say the right things because otherwise people are going to know if I right. what I'm talking about. And I remember the first one I gave and I was like, I think I said all this stuff wrong. And my friend was like, honestly, I actually don't know what you said. <laughs> it was just the, so I
3: was like, okay. I'm <laughs>
4: from then on, it was okay. But to start off with, I was just panicking. Yeah. Thing. But yeah, the second I say something, people are like, you've got an accent. Where yeah. are you from?
1: Yeah, and it is absolutely captivating. So where it's just like, yes, and.
4: And what else? <laughs> and what else? So it's uh, fun.
1: And I always hesitate to bring that up because it also becomes uncomfortable. Because now for the rest of the time, I'll just be like, all right, all of you guys talk. I don't want to talk. Well, cool. So you're here, obviously, to see her graduation. Yeah. Have you been to Utah before?
2: Uh, Yeah, 14 years ago. Okay. Me and my wife came. Okay. So So
1: how old would that have put you 14 years ago? 24. 24? All right. So. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, how do you like it? How do you like being here in Utah? It's good. Yeah. It's nice.
2: Well, I came for, I was here for the MTC as well in Provo. Okay. Um, when I went on a mission in 2000. Where did you so serve? In Montreal, Canada. Okay. French speaking. French speaking. Yeah. So, how was that? How is French with an English accent? It was not too bad. There were some French missionaries that came and couldn't understand the French people either. So. Okay. <laughs>
3: it
2: so was, was fine. Right. Yeah. It okay. worked out. How did you two meet then? So, we met when. Uh, oh, this is an embarrassing. Story, apparently <laughs> So, I grew up in a different ward. Okay. And when I was about 18, my whole family moved into her ward. Okay. So, then just before my mission, she's about the same age as one of my younger sisters, and I'm the same age as her older brother. So, we I was always at her house. Okay. Probably annoying her to start with more yeah. than anything. Right, was he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, everyone, yeah, she'll oh, she tell people, she'll say, yeah. <laughs> she'll just say she hated me at first, and then she grew to love me. So, that was fine. That oh. worked. It worked
1: out. Well, you had to leave and grow up. Up a little bit. That's yeah. all. All right. So I'm gonna move the microphone so I can hear you better because I want to know the story <laughs> from your point of view. So God. Getting nice and closer. So you can, can say you so, can say what you like. So he's your brother's friend, right? And I always think that these are the funniest things because it's it's like so stereotypical to be the brother's friend and then have it be like, oh, there's something there that wasn't there before, right? <laughs> like that, that whole Beauty and the Beast thing.
3: Is, is that how? Is that how? Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah,
1: pretty much. So
3: just annoying, and then he left? Yeah, he was just there. Everywhere he looked, he was always there. But yeah, now I love him. <laughs> but yeah, so we
2: went out a little bit before my mission. And oh, then, okay. So you yeah. at least
3: conceded to go out with him.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then so on my mission, she wrote to me every day in the MTC. Mm-hmm. So I'd get these letters, and then every week when I was on my mission, so um, I felt like the mission president would send me to places where there was always girl problems because he was like, "Oh, that's that elder that gets a letter every week. Can we find there?" <laughs> so people kind of knew that I had a girlfriend. And uh, but yeah, so it was great. We got back and then got married about just about a year later when okay. I got home.
1: Well, good. You made it to the year. Some people yeah. get home and go, now! are like, wait, what? I don't even know who you are. To so save up for a ring and then... Well, he got then, back off
3: his mission and I went on holiday for two. Yeah. I was like, see ya. Uh,
1: <laughs> so you no. didn't even go out once he got home? You were
3: like, I'm out? Well, we probably did see each other. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, she was there. She picked me up from the airport with my well, family. She was there. Yeah. Okay. So that was good. And then, yeah, we got married. And so, ne- oh, what day are we today? Yeah, so it'll be our 15th wedding anniversary on, on Wednesday. Wednesday. Cool. Thursday.
1: Congratulations. Thanks. And you guys already, it was alluded to, you got one teenager who will be horrible. How many other kids
2: do you
4: have?
3: We have two boys as well. Okay.
2: Yeah. So we've got Amelia. Oh. She's 12. Uh, Oliver's 10. And Evan is seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, get ready for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's the best warning I can give you. And just remember that you loved them when, you were, when they were younger, how mm-hmm. cute they were. You're going to need those uh, young child photo albums right handy, because it'll get terrible. <laughs> and then remember that you'll love them again, too, that they'll end up being good people, because you guys are good people as well. But there will be a time where you're like, I, I think I, I might kill him or her, uh, any of those kids. It's, uh, it's pretty fun. Well, cool. So uh, what have you guys done? Well, you've been here in Utah. Obviously, seen the graduation. Are you doing the Mormon pilgrimage to like Temple Square and, yep. and all that yeah, stuff? That.
2: Did a day there and lots of shopping.
3: Yeah, I'm worried about how I'm going to get it all back.
1: Actually, <laughs> just because we got so much different stuff from you guys.
3: Uh, or just yeah, a little bit, and the price as well. Yeah, cheaper. really Yeah, hmm.
2: Uh, uh, nothing else? No, so we've been around a few different temples. We've, we went to the Jordan River Temple open house. You got to do the open house. Yep. Cool. I haven't that gone to Friday that. Friday evening, gorgeous, um, huh? Yeah, and really they took nice.
1: the escalators out. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Do you guys know why they took the escalators out? Our friend um, told us.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people getting stuck. kept getting caught. <laughs> <on Yeah. stuff. laughs>
1: and, it, and it's not funny, except that it's really pretty funny it's all going to be old people yeah <laughs> really like, oh yeah Yeah. because you know a young spry person isn't getting caught in the escalator it's some yeah. of the other stuff so that's gorgeous um, were there a lot of people when you guys went through mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it was busy yeah. did you do a weekend or a weeknight <laughs> so it was Friday night okay yeah so it's date night and free date night and those are two things that make everything busy yeah. in
2: Utah it's busy they were saying they had 25,000 people that day oh my gosh and then 30 the next day,
1: Do they do uh, did they do refreshments afterwards No. no okay so at some of the other ones, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, at some of the other temples when they've done like the open houses, they'll have cookies. And and typically, I think that what they do is they make the huge batch of cookies at the very beginning and then by the fourth week, the cookies are so stale, you're like, okay. And you're, you know, you're breaking them on the side of the camera, stuff like that. Um, let me see if there was anything else I was going to ask you guys. Uh, how long, how much longer, how long do you get to be here? So we're here till Saturday. Okay. Yeah. And then you guys, uh, you guys came here, but then President Nelson went to go visit you. Guys, yeah, we did. And it's like, oh, House swap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took your house.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That'd be awesome. Yeah.
2: You can swap in houses. Uh, yeah. So we missed him. So he went to London last Thursday. So, um, but my sisters were at Hyde Park in okay. the chapel where he was. Was it pretty awesome? You had a chance to talk to them about it? Yeah. A few people have written notes and sort of sent some stuff about things that he said. And- it just looked
1: like it was so full, like mm-hmm. people had waited six, seven, eight hours to be able to get there. And I guess, you know, where the where the prophet doesn't go, you know, out and about too much anymore, especially yeah. being 93. I loved, I was reading it in, in one of the English presses where they didn't call him the prophet necessarily. They called him Dr. Nelson. And I thought that was kind of cool, right? I mean, he's the president. I'm not uh, disgracing him or, or, you know, his calling or anything like that. But it was kind of
2: fun because he is mm-hmm. to yeah. just be like, and Dr. Nelson came and visited the people of... Yeah, the Deseret News interviewed um, our patriarch. He's our friend, our family friend, actually, cool. and he he worked at the chapel. He was cleaning it, and so this reporter just happened to speak to him and ask him about what was going on and mm. stuff. So we've seen pictures of him and interviewed like things that he'd said cool. while he was there. Uh, anything else that we need to know about you guys?
1: Any sort of secret things? Wow. Ashley, anything I need to know about Daniel? Well.
4: <laughs> no, he's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's just been in my life forever because he was Alan's friend and Scott's, like, our brother's friend mm-hmm. for so long. I actually just feel like he's my brother, not my brother-in-law. Right. He's been around forever. Annoying ways. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are they staying with you?
4: No, so I Good. just have a tiny little house. Yeah, no, so. don't let them. <laughs> Make
1: them get their own place. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. we have
4: family friends that live here, so they're staying with them. Mm. And my parents are there too, Which and it's not far from where I live. Cool. So, yeah, so it's nice.
2: So there's a, a friend that she served her mission, and so she, my, my oh, wife's yeah. mum would go out, tracting with her 20, no, 30, 40 years ago. How long ago? That's like, be, I, Back in the crazy. 70s. Mm, and they're and so,
3: still in contact with each other. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, by the way, if people
1: are wondering, my favorite uh, words that you guys say or mum instead of mother or mom my mum, I love it uh, vacation isn't vacation it's holiday, holiday which yeah. I love and uh, I dear you know I got this idea that I was gonna oh. come and I love
3: it I love it I, love I absolutely no, I love it one,
1: uh, you said it. Did one I? of you, yeah, one of you uh, at the very beginning. Well, I had this idea that I was going through, and I was like,
4: yes, I hit the three favorite no, words. I've ever picked up on that before. Like, I get mum all the time yeah. and, and other things that are common ones that people are like, oh, I love when you say that. Yeah. I've never had idea. Yeah, idea. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah.
1: Let's take a break for a second, uh, and then hopefully Brother Kyle will join us uh, here in the second half when we do actual articles of news.
0: When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit Lennondesign.com. Hi, friends. Dan the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops. I get a lot of emails from people all the time. Here's one. Dear Dan, I hear your talk about a lifetime service guarantee. Free? Really? Please help me avoid all your fine print and be honest about what free means. You understand that we should be very wary of a free offer, signed, signed, Skeptical. Hi, Skeptical. I remember twenty two years ago when we started PC Laptops and our Lifetime Service Guarantee, people thought it was too good to be true. Well, you know, after a decade, people started believing me a little bit. But you know it's been twenty-two years of having the privilege to serve our friends and neighbors like you. Our lifetime service guarantee has become the most trusted warranty in the industry. You can get a brand new PC Laptops Desktop computer for seven ninety nine with a lifetime warranty. Check us out at PC Laptops. Dot com. That's pc com. Here's to seeing you soon, skeptical.
5: The Cultural Hall wants you to help Utah Food Bank fight hunger statewide. Through your donations of food, time, or money, Utah Food Bank is able to distribute over 31 million meals annually to Utahns facing hunger. Even a $1 donation can be turned into $7.35 of goods and services. One in five children in Utah could go to bed hungry tonight. And 423,000 Utahns are unsure where their. next next Meal will come from by donating food at your local
0: pantry or by visiting UtahFoodBank.org. You can make a difference.
1: I run the valley like on silicone, cut you off in pillicle, cross you up before I shoot my shot and break your ankle bones. I ain't got no competition. All I see is stepping stones, let you keep it clean and get you fixed like a methadone. Said I'm not a rebel, but I still get to proof. Yup, yeah, hit that number one and hit the folks up on the boost. Yup, yeah, stay up in the south, but you can't forget the juice. Yup, yeah, so all right, too, so the I Music that you're hearing as we come back—that's James the Mormon, uh, and it's uh, from a track called "Buck Wild." Where he gets a ready, uh, together with a bunch of Utah folks, and that part that you heard is the only part that James the Mormon is in. So, shout out. You can get that wherever you get music. It's called Buck Wild. It sounded great. Yep, right? Yeah, right? Never heard it. Yeah, roll down the windows, put the seat back <laughs> a little bit. You know, I know what you did. Look, Brother Kyle joined us. Brother Kyle, let me introduce you to some folks. This is Daniel. Hi, Daniel, nice, um, Daniel so he requested to be here they're from England and uh, and he said hey I'm going to be in town and I want to do an episode and I said well is there anyone in particular that you want to have be there with me when we do the episode so he said uh, Joni and you yeah. said well she's, and, not, and available. Said, she's not available <laughs> everyone she, else is and, busy and he said uh, DJ Rob and Robby I said, said no nope, Rob nope, I got other things it. going on uh, Molly and he, Mormon? yeah, and I said no she did last well, week and she doesn't want to come again you know um, so we whittled it down and you were the only one I left in and, and available so no 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 he he genuinely by name requested brother Kyle Wow, thanks. Sorry. (laughs) Now that it's here it's happening. Uh, I'm gonna take a picture at the end because I'm convinced it's because he's your relative of
2: some just got more hair than it. (laughs)
1: Only just yeah. Just a little bit more hair. And your vision I bet is a little bit better than (laughs) him as well. Sorry. (laughs) Who doesn't have better vision than me? Look at those glasses. (laughs) Okay. Ready to read. (laughs) Let me ask you this. Do you believe in miracles? Always. Okay. Yeah. So all right. So I'm not a relative then.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. uh, anything new before we get into articles of news? Anything exciting going on for you? No. I was here a short time ago, and, and nothing uh, new. Nope. Just had a, a,
5: a, a strenuous business meeting in a kitchen where they were cooking rice. Oh yeah. And that was the worst part of my month.
1: Was so the was the uh, rice an object lesson, or was it just? No. It was okay. just. It was bizarre you know that what we're I'm ha- saying like, yeah. If you take it out too early, it's crunchy. If you take it out too late. It's too mushy. So what? What can we apply? To uh, rice with the rice that we're doing everything completely wrong at this company. <laughs> no, nope, <Are> their instructions. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, good. <laughs> well, good. So you'll be you're looking for a job. If people wanted to contact you and give you a better don't, job, see, don't say that because then if my
5: job hears, they're going to be mad. No, you love your job at the best company ever. I do. Yeah. Well, did we save it? Yeah. Does anybody have a job available? Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't make him go back to living in the car. No. He did. Lived in his car and lived in a... Uh, do they have storage yeah. uh, units out yeah. in London? Uh-huh. In England? Yeah. Lived in a storage unit, lived in my car. Lived uh, in his parents' house. In my parents' house. He's Barry's. 63, I want you to know, too. <laughs> so it's, it's but a I look particularly I good for 63. Emergency.
5: I like to tell people older than I really am. Right. That's not a disappointment.
1: (laughs) It's still a disappointment. It's just not a disappointment of your life. That's all. It's different. Uh, Okay. Well, then let's just, oh, I was going to say this. So I had all the whole family over to the homesteadman yesterday. Uh, It started out, it was just going to be uh, my mom and my stepdad and my girlfriend. Uh, And then quickly it became literally my entire family. Uh, So even your dad and his? Yeah, my dad and my stepmom was there. How uncomfortable. No, no, no. They're fine. They do a bunch of stuff like that. What? And my brother, older brother who brought his girlfriend to the family function for the first time and as she walked in her face was familiar and the thought instantly was did I date this girl before and he doesn't know Uh, it it was was a little scary to me it was a panic moment turns out we just went to college together but it was a oh my gosh is he dating someone that I've dated before no we're good okay we're good yeah
5: yeah we're good that still all sounds horribly uncomfortable what what part the family getting together
1: no just because your family hates you <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, are you friends with Brother Kyle on on uh, Facebook or anything? He posts this the saddest post the other day about your family what was photos. Sad. Oh
5: yeah, I don't have a. F- <laughs> it was siblings International Siblings Day, and I don't have a picture of my siblings and myself.
1: And tell them why you don't have a picture of your siblings <laughs> and yourself. We
5: had family pictures taken like three years ago. This was
1: at the height of storage and car unit. Yeah,
5: living in. in the car. So I, I've always had a job, it's just that I pay somebody else all of my money. <laughs> so I didn't have the so all the family had the pictures taken and then to get them you paid, you know, everybody, you know, bought a package and the least expensive package was sixty five dollars. So about sixty pounds. Yeah. Huh? huh? Going Ooh, check it, yeah. on you. And I didn't have sixty five dollars and so I didn't order one. And it caused a lot of hurt feelings in the family about how I didn't want family pictures. Said, so, no it's because I'm too poor. No, you have to have sixty five dollars, surely you do. I'm living in my flipping car. I don't have $65. So so it caused a lot of animosity that still is there to this day.
0: National Siblings Day, (laughs) happy (laughs) Siblings Day,
1: everybody. All right, let's do some actual articles of news. Hit it, Peter.
0: You can't lose articles of
1: news. And here we go. Uh, I want to start with this because it hasn't been certified. uh, And I tried to find it out from Google, uh, which doesn't make it certified, but... There is uh, a group that I'm in called uh, it's like a million LDS members devoted to Christ or something like that on on Facebook, and they they post inspirational stuff in there all the time. And there's a picture of a woman who is from Mexico. And the, the, uh, the article says that she's 122 years old, and she just joined the church. And she is every bit as frail as you'd think that she would be, right, at 122 years old. Well, here's the thing. If you Google oldest person in the world, it's not a 122-year-old woman <laughs> in Mexico. And so... Like I, I who, who like was it? Who was the oldest person in the world? It was someone that was like 116 or 100 in China. Uh, I think it varies, right? Like you're always next in line. It's like an extended version of the prophet, right? It's right. Like I'm waiting, I'm <laughs> waiting next. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know who's there. It's going to be me if I can make it. Um, but you know, she she looks old, and I'm not I'm not taking anything away from her. I just don't think that we know that she's really 122 years old. The picture is awesome. She's in her whites, forgetting baptized it's very spiritual whether she's 122 or 92 but the claim that she's 122 and like guinness and nowhere else says that this is the oldest woman in the world i'm a little suspicious on that and did you read the full story? Uh, she passed away because they held her under the water, and oh, she could not. <laughs> and you wanted him, huh? <laughs> uh, it, although I've told this story before, I think, and Daniel will have to tell me. Are
2: you a lifer, by the way, or a convert? Pretty much a life. I think I went back and listened to most of it. Yeah. Nice. Good to yeah. have that. That distinguishes if you listen to all
1: the episodes, you're a lifer. If you've just listened to some, you're a convert. I think I've told this story when I was baptized the first time. That's right ladies because I had to have it twice just to let you know um uh the first time that I was baptized my dad held me under for so long that when he came when I came back out of the water the bishop audibly said at this very religious you know um sacred moment my the the bishop of the ward says you know if you held him under for 1 second longer I was about to jump in and grab him <laughs> that's how long anyway uh she didn't really die well, that's why sure. when you Google the oldest woman in the world, uh, it wasn't her. Yeah. I looked for her; it was not her. She is not the, at least you know, internet-recorded oldest woman in the world. Uh, you want to share one of yours? Yeah. Uh, if you, we spoke
5: last week about the um, uh, Russell M. Nelson going on a big tour of the Holy Land. And yeah, it's of, the world and tour. All over. Where else is he going?
1: Uh, he's going to Africa. Thailand. Thailand. Yep. Hawaii. He's wrapping it up. That's our speculation. He's wrapping it up in Hawaii. Just being like, I'm going to take a few extra days, you (laughs) guys.
5: Uh, LDS Church President Russell M. Nelson was in Jerusalem this weekend for the second stop in his world tour, but left ahead of schedule due to uh, concerns pending uh, to tension in the region and available airspace, the Utah-based faith said Saturday. Uh, Because of, like, missiles and bombs. Because we're (laughs) shooting bombs at that area. Yeah, the 93-year-old Mormon president and his wife, Wendy, along with Apostle Jeffrey R. Holland and his wife, uh, Patricia, began the Africa, Africa portion of his trip sooner than planned, spokesman Doug Anderson said in a statement. Uh, the U.S., France and Great Britain launched airstrikes in Syria early Saturday in retaliation for a reported chemical weapons attack. By the Bashar Assad regime, Nelson left on Tuesday for an 11-day, eight-nation trip addressing Mormons in each location. The entourage stopped first in London, and hey. then, yeah, and, and then in the Holy Land, where Nelson addressed the district of conference of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints because they have they have to call it something different, so right. they're not arrested.
1: Um, so yeah, they are. They left to Africa now. Did you see? Did you guys see? And I'll ask Daniel and these guys as well uh, all the stuff online where it's like oh we're going to war and then also like the prophecy about the <laughs> two two apostles, apostles in Jerusalem in the streets of Jerusalem like it's uh,
2: coming yeah. i kept, <laughs> I kept quiet about that until we flew here I didn't say it before we flew because they would she would have gone crazy so yeah. I, <laughs> really you believe in a lot of I kept of the stuff. end of the world stuff until we got here I went, what about that what about this yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: hey I don't know that you should have said that you didn't tell her and you, you didn't tell her no, I just found out babe I just found out like you're finding out uh yeah, all the things like that. And then I also love, and I, I shared this, if you're not following us on uh, Facebook and other social medias, it's always at the cultural hall. Um, I shared that we should do like a, a world tour T-shirt for President Nelson with a picture of him on the front and then the stops on the back. All the c- yeah. <laughs> all apparently the people think that that's idol worship. I just think it's a great idea for a T-shirt.
5: <laughs> I do think? too.
1: Just a little Let's at least make one up. The microphone and then the list of, of tour dates on the back. (laughs) I think it's great. (laughs) No one bought it. Uh, This, this is a pretty crazy story. A man who allegedly approached two male missionaries and threatened them with a knife is being held in Bannock County Jail. Uh, This is up in Idaho. Pocatello Police Department spokesman Ian Nelson uh, told East Idaho News that Forrest Von John, if you're going to have a guy put a knife to your head, it should definitely be someone named Forrest Von John, right? (laughs) Yeah. You get the three names. That's how you know he's a murderer. Um, He approached the two Mormon missionaries, and after asking to speak with them, Nelson says that he displayed odd behavior and began speaking in a strange voice and becoming more aggressive. Then John pulled a knife and at one point was hiding it or holding it within inches of both of the victims' faces. A struggle ensued. Nelson says the missionaries were able to hold John on the ground and notify police. And then officers arrived around 930 and took John into custody. They took, what was his last name? Von Jean. Von Jean. Forrest Von Jean.
5: And uh, they booked him under inmate number
3: 24601.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. There you go. There's your. Kyle just left the room. <laughs> He's like, it's not going to get any better than that. Uh, <laughs> I, I I also love the idea of two Mormon missionaries holding a guy down. He you must know, have like not been very the strong. And they're like, ten fruits start tapping <laughs> on his forehead. Name ten fruits. Do they do that in England? Uh, is that a cultural no. thing just here for the United States? But yeah. you know well, I've I've heard heard of it. it. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah.
5: Right? Okay, I think he also stabbed one, but it actually went in his pocket and where he had the Book of Mormon. And yeah, it it stopped stabbed his into life. The
1: Book of Mormon. On oh, what scripture was it? I can't. recall. <laughs> but you know that there's someone that's like, I bet that's true. Yeah, I, I don't know that, but I bet that is true. Uh, this I thought was interesting too. This. Uh, Are there MLMs in London, you guys, the multi-level marketing where like someone in your ward is selling something and then they, you know, they want you to sell something?
2: Do you guys do that? Um, They don't really
1: sell it. They get somebody else underneath them to sell it, but then they don't really sell
5: it. They get somebody lowered it and nobody actually sells it.
2: Pampered Chef back a few years ago, that was a thing. There's a few, lots of members did that. Then there's a person in our ward does Doterra, Okay. So we we kind of make fun of that. Both sure. <laughs> sure. His no. name's Joe, so I call it Joe Terra. Joe Terra. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll make sure he hears
1: this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass it along. Well, no, and you know, to the credit of like Doterra, there is one of the oils that I actually really like. If I feel lousy, it's uh, it's like the orangey what gin. What is it?
3: Wild orange.
1: Could be wild, wild orange. orange. It has something else in it too. It, blends, I don't know that it changes like free, anything, though. but it sure <laughs> makes me believe that it does. So <laughs> I will just take those pills or take that oil or whatever um, whenever I'm feeling bad. But uh, folks here in the state of Utah, like we we try really hard to have like those jobs that we uh, do ourselves, right? We can be stay-at-home moms or dads, and then we can have those jobs within our home. This is a horrible example of someone that's done this terribly wrong. There is uh, an online... And I got this, by the way, from uh, from uh, United, from United the Daily Mail over in the UK, That's so thank you, <laughs> Daily Mail and UK folks. Uh, an online clothing retailer based in Utah has sparked outrage for marketing their clothing with the hashtag, get ready for this sensitive, white girls wear Mexican. That's the hashtag. Ooh, okay, so... The company is called Mexi Trend, M-E-X-I Trend, Mexi Trend, uh, and it was started by two American sisters. These American sisters, by the way, are Mormon, very Mormon, like just the look of them. Uh, They specialize in buying dresses, blankets, and other merchandise from Mexico. Then they bring them back here to the United States, mark up the price, and sell them. However, the company's marketing has stirred controversy for the store's cultural appropriation because not only is the uh, hashtag white girls wear Mexican bad enough, all of the models, white girls. Well, of course no, they are. No Hispanic. They are, they are Wonder Bread, white bread. Girls and women from uh, the state of Utah, like it could not get more. I'll show you guys this actually after we record. Or you can go to theculturalhall.com and see this uh, link with these stories. So they're homely. No, no, no. They're beautiful. They are just white, white. Yeah. Like delightsomely. You said Mormon girls from Utah. Delightsomely white. Oh, boo. I'm sorry. You know, one scorned you. You're going to need to forgive and move on. <laughs> Um, criticizers are calling MexiTrend tone deaf for ads that glorify the cultural clothing on white bodies and degrade Mexicans to these people that quote and these are their their words um, these people who live in humble shacks so what what they're what they're saying why it's okay is they go down and they're they're giving you know they're being so giving by taking their their money from the United States from Utah giving back to the community. People out that don't have it because they just live in humble shacks and bringing it back here. They sell more than just dresses. Uh, there's also blankets, backpacks, all sorts of things. Uh, and and if you go online, it's at MexiTrend. Again, there's a link to this story at theculturalhall.com. You will see that the people of Mexico and those of Mexican descent have no problem telling them exactly what they think about <laughs> their company in, in all the four-letter words, including the celestial swears, the wow. big ones. Yeah. <laughs> but you, it, it is, it is tone-deaf at very best. Racist on some level, and certainly a cultural uh, appropriation on others. What else do you have, Brother Kyle? Uh, so the LDS choir director, Mark Wilberg. Mark
5: Wilberg. Uh, Matt Wilberg. I was just put my glasses on. So the return on, of the Mac. is leading. Uh, this is this is horrible. What's hor- he's no. leading the Baptist Methodist Choir in Texas?
1: It's not just Baptist. <laughs> okay. Why is it horrible? Well, it's because it's in Texas. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> has nothing to do with the churches. Just uh, Texas. No, known Don't for his good. expert
5: use of the baton. On and his knack an for composing. Uh, conductor Mac Wilberg is perhaps best recognized for his work with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. But according to the Star-Telegram, Wilberg has a different performance scheduled for Sunday, and his usual team won't be there. Rather, the 360 voices he's accustomed to c- conducting, Wilberg will lead a full orchestra and 200-voice choir this weekend at the Broadway Baptist Church in Fort Worth, Texas. I think my aunt, actually, true story might be there, because that's where she lives, and she's a Baptist. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll have to find out out, uh, including members of the Broadway Baptist First United Methodist and Arbor Lawn Methodist churches. They're very good. The Mac Wilberg Hymn Festival will be free to the public, although tickets are required. Uh, according to the article, Stephen Holcomb, Professor of Music and Director of Choral Activities at Dallas Baptist University, said he looks forward to Wilberg's work and the new perspective he brings to old pieces. Uh, this year marks 10 years since Wilberg was named the Director of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir in 2008, selected by Thomas S. Monson, the President of the church, uh, and Warburg also also previously served as the choir's assistant director. It gives the address on here if you want to go, which is coincidentally (laughs) 305
1: West Broadway. Oh, perfect, because we're at 50 West Broadway. So right down the street. It's just like two and a half blocks, except we're not in Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot. (laughs) You can just hop in your house and drive down there. (laughs) Oh. No, I can't. I don't have enough money. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> but but you got to have $65 to do a photo <laughs> family photo. How do
5: family pictures cost $65. That was the cheapest. Everybody else's. I'll spend the 190 for this one. Yeah. Well, because they love their family, Brother Kyle.
2: <laughs> but they didn't chip in for you to... They could all pay for you for a picture, but no, they just had to get you. For them,
1: what if they all put in 15 bucks, Right. And bought me a pack? I'm surprised they even wanted you in the photo. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just teasing. It's too easy at this point. <laughs> no, but they did get, sort of guilt you into the photo, right? We can't have a sibling's photo without you in it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that we when we took them, I didn't know what was
5: (laughs) that we would later have to pay was your kid in it too It would with you? be extorted,
1: yeah. Okay, so it's a whole family it thing. It
5: was a family, and some, so we did with the family, and then some of the kids, and some, just the, the kids, like me sure, and my four siblings. Sure. Did you do it in denim? Uh, matching <laughs> denim? Yeah, matching n- denim. N- no, but it, we were all, it was like dress clothes, okay. and it was supposed to be a certain color, and a couple didn't have that exact, and so that was another point of contention. And it was, was that a, you that didn't it was have a big the right fi- color? No, okay. I wore the correct clothing. Okay, okay. I did what they said. Yeah, so. I spent my $65
1: on getting an off-white
5: button-up. <laughs> exactly. Collar <laughs> Something shirt. with red in it. And then uh, the kids were horrible. I yeah. remember it was a horrible,
2: horrible day.
1: Family pictures are fun uh, to have. Do you guys have family pictures?
2: Yeah, we try. My kids, my wife would want to take the pictures of us. Right. The boys just won't have it. They'll just yeah pull faces or just run away. Yeah, they're a great
1: idea. (laughs) They're horrible. But the nice thing about family pictures and why I'm convinced that they're so great is you never get like a picture where it's just, you know, everyone pleasant and smiling and everyone looks good. It always comes with a story. And that's why family pictures are so great. There's always at least one face that's, yep. you know, kid that's crying. One face or someone who wore the wrong color or the drama that was, you know, someone couldn't get there on time. So you're there waiting for people to get there. It's awesome. Or where, would, where do we put Kyle in the spouse picture? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everyone with your spouse. Pick a friend.
2: <laughs>
5: I, and this is a true story. Oh, I no. was going to, because they said, you know, they said this is how we'll do them. And you might want to change for this one with your, with your, just your family. And this is the one we'll have with siblings. And this will be siblings with spouses. Mm-hmm. I was going to hire somebody to come along. Yes, you
1: absolutely should have. How I, awesome would that be?
5: Because I didn't have the hundred and fifty dollars for the that's hour. Cheap.
1: I know. That's what You'd what be I, like you can afford her, but you can't afford a picture. That's awesome. I would, I, have, I would have cardboard cut out with the question mark face. I, armor I didn't end. think or, about that. I don't know.
5: And just fill her in. I Green, should just ask it. around for somebody to go yeah. pretend, make
1: them happy. Doesn't help me out. And then you show up, and then you just don't answer questions about who she is. Just don't <laughs> who say is anything. No, no, no. We're about to take the picture. Just focus on the picture. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, we have one. I remember when I was a really young kid, we did them around Easter, and um, my eyes are really light-sensitive. And, um, and and we had to take the picture like 50 times because I kept blinking. And then, like, my family started to get impatient. And so they started to, like, yell at me. And then I had to go cry. So the picture that we got, my eyes are finally open. But all around my eyes, I'll have to find this and we'll share it on Instagram at the Cultural Hall. But all around my eyes are just red <laughs> <Puppy. laughs> from, like, my hands being in it, from the tears, from just welling up. It was awful the last time we saw my dad so we no, I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> uh, a couple other stories that I think are kind of interesting uh, would you like to end humorous or would you like to end serious I'll let our guests pick humorous or serious ending uh, humorous humorous okay well Thank then we'll you. go Good. serious first um, there's this Uh, And again, you can find all these at theculturalhall.com. The issues of sexual abuse that have been bubbling up for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints over the last few months uh, have constituted some to call the hashtag Mormon Me Too moment. Uh, It seems to be growing, but there are a few things that might be holding it back, says this author, Lee Hale. Uh, first, there were the two ex wives of former White House official Rob Porter. We guys remember this. This is um, the guy who is a White House official. He's recommended by Orrin Hatch. And uh, as it came out, it's apparently pretty physically abusive. Um, next, the building movement to get Mormon leaders to stop doing the one on one interviews. We talked to Sam Young here in the Cultural Hall about how he just wants one on one interviews changed completely. And now it has to mm-hmm. some extent. Uh, And then it goes on to say, uh, and then Joseph Bishop, the former MTC mission president, um, who is recorded in secret by McKenna Denson, uh, and she claims her allegations are that he raped her while she was serving her mission in the 80s. He says, an obvious question follows, then, is this actually a Mormon Me Too movement? To compare it to the original Me Too movement, there are some important things missing. One, there isn't the cascade of stories being shared, meaning there's, I mean, that's three we can point to, but there's not uh, a tremendous amount that are getting publicity uh, he says that they're out there most just aren't getting any traction uh, and then two he says these stories haven't been getting the same kind of results meaning that people in power aren't being punished and there haven't been any major systemic changes which isn't completely true because as we talked about with Sam young in the interview structure um, for youth that they can now have a, another person in the room with them you know that would be something that has changed it goes on to just draw the the differences and the comparisons between the Me Too movement and a Mormon Me Too movement so you can find that for yourself and, uh, and make your own determination but if you find yourself searching the hashtag Mormon Me Too, be really prepared for what you're going to read it, uh, it is discouraging at best. Uh, so now, something so a little lighter. <laughs> All right, uh, Louise, I want you to pick my right hand or my left hand. You're going <coughs> to pick the story for the end. The right. The right hand will be the end, so we'll go to this. Everybody loved List, everyone. Here's a funny little thing uh, from the folks over at LDS Living. Ten signs that you know you are getting old at <laughs> church. <laughs> Number one, when I you know them. Read... I know them all. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Hit me. No, go ahead. I'll, okay, I'll know I'll them all. Do it if you know them all, I forgot them. Uh, you know you're getting old in the in the church. Uh, number ten. We'll think we'll go down that way. You'll still pay tithing with a paper check in a gray envelope until the end of your life. Well, how old do you pay it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Are you can pay it online and it takes two are seconds. Are you serious? Are you joking? No, I'm not joking at all. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's see how many I'm more not of these. kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And.
2: Uh, yeah, it's great. Do you guys pay online or do you do in check? Online. Online. But mm-hmm. well, we can't yeah. pay it online directly like you can in the U.S. yet. But okay. we still do it like, through our bank. Well, we it, like, it.
1: sends it to a courier and then they're like, I'll no. take your money,
2: sir. <laughs> no, so you can't go on to LDS.org and pay it. Okay. And that way you just do it through your bank that oh, pays oh, oh, an account, of, which is a church the church account.
1: Yeah, the, okay. Yeah, that uh, is coming. Number nine, you find yourself wondering uh, when they started sending 12-year-olds on missions. Those kids look so young. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> look. I
1: see him walking around the neighborhood. I'm like, are you 12? <laughs> no, they have name tags on. Yep, unbelievable. They're maybe a year older than they are, year younger than they used to be. Uh, number eight, you remember att- attending dime a dip dinners. I don't know what that is at all. I don't. Know and that relief one. society bazaars that were staged to raise money for the ward budget or the
2: building fund—that's a little older than any of us when you had to. I pay. Remember, we used to have jumble sales, which is like a bazaar. A yeah. jumble sale. When We were young. Like I remember being in primary, and like the whole chapel would just have tables with stuff chucked on it, and the whole everybody would come around and cool see stuff.
1: See, I missed the day of a jumble sale. <laughs> <laughs> see, now that's a good idea you got there. Ah, that was more country <laughs> western than English. My idea—you missed idea. it earlier. I talked about how I loved her accent. Forget it. Let's move on. Uh, uh, Number seven, a call to serve in the nursery sounds a lot more fun than it did when you were a young mother, but now you don't have the knees for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's the call in the nursery it sounds terrible. Uh, by the way, the three questions coming to you at the end. Don't forget. I'm on it. Uh, number six, you practically need a roller bag to tote your large print scriptures to gospel <laughs> doctrine class. <laughs> don't need that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got those glasses.
5: I, well, I have one of these new smartphones. Oh, smartphones. <laughs> and it's got... <laughs> I've
1: got the smartphone. scriptures on it. Yeah. Uh, Number five, the one to four meeting schedule really cuts into your nap time. Number four. No, that's when you take your nap. (laughs) I'm not going to church today.
4: No, you take it at
0: church. Sacrament
1: meeting. (laughs) From one to two. (laughs) One to two oh five. Yeah, don't cut yourself short. And actually, you can't sleep until after the sacrament. Otherwise, you get the the elbow no, that startles I hate you, that. and you're going to yell something out in the middle of sacrament. Whack, Some function will off. Yeah. whack the go Functional going. Whack the tray. Goes yeah. everywhere. <laughs> All over in your lap. Number four. Uh, you wish. You used to wish that people would lighten up about kids making noise in sacrament meeting, but now you wish parents would do the right thing and take their kids out of sacrament meeting. Yes. Yep. Uh, Number three, one of the requirements when you graduated from primary was that you had to name all of the temples in the church. Yes. (laughs) Did you have to do that? Yeah. There was like one, though. Salt Lake, St. George. There were like four. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's 63. Uh, Number two, (laughs) the subtle changes in the 1985 hymn book still throw you. Because there's from the previous one, uh, you always have to remind yourself that's in who unto the Savior instead of you who unto the Savior and how firm a foundation. Um, And to God, each good work will be known instead of some of the more judgmental lyrics. The world has no use for the drone. I guess those are some minor changes in the the current hymn book that we have. And then number one, you know you're getting older when these 10 things happen in church. You realize with dawning horror that the young newlywed couples moving into your ward are closer to your kid's age than to yours.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then finally this. Robert Kirby in the Salt Lake Tribune, we read it occasionally. You familiar with who Robert Kirby is? You guys, England? Okay, so he's a. For the most part, he's pretty poignant, but he also kind of comes at some of the funny things in the church um, from a funny perspective. Now, recently, this whole thing with... By the way, is medical marijuana legal in, in England? No. Have they talked about it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah? And it's just, it's still not a thing that's happening. So it will be now legal here uh, if you're within six months of dying and it's prescribed by a doctor. That's how where it's legal in the state of Utah. There was recently a thing to make it far more available and the church weighed in and said, yeah, we don't really think we should do that. And then everyone went, why is the church weighing in, church and state separation? Um, so this is, that's the kind of foreground or background of where this comes from. So Robert Kirby, uh, he is a worker in his ward library. So he checks out the books, the scriptures, and all that stuff. A woman comes up, was rubbing her hands in pain, uh, and uh, he asked her if it was arthritis or carpal tunnel. Uh, she said she didn't know; she hadn't been to the doctor yet. But that th- uh, he, Robert Kirby, suffers from both. And she said, "Well, what do you what do you do with it? You know, how do you treat it?" And so then he says he's faced with this horrible dilemma because what he does with it is he has a lotion that has you know, uh, CBD or is it THC? What's the, it has a ratio one to one of CBD and THC, which is to help with the pain. And so uh he decides okay well should I should I give this to her and uh, face what that may be or should I just you know tell her no I don't know or I'm not going to tell you what I do with it. He says he asks her give me a quarter and then she so she gives him a quarter and then he gives her a little bit of this balm and puts it on her hands. And she comes she comes back a couple hours later and says man what what is this is great. This is amazing stuff. What is it?" and he says, "Well, <laughs> (laughs) I need to let you know that what I've given you, you can't actually buy in this state. You can only buy it in Colorado and other states where this is legal. Um, And it it was marijuana based. Right. So then he says he sees this look on her face and I'll read his words. Uh, He says, "Seeing the look on her face. Oh, dear. Did I just break the law and word of and and the word of wisdom? Is this something that I need to tell the bishop? What about my temple recommend? Am I addicted to this stuff now? (laughs) He says, that's what he saw in her face that lasted for about three seconds, he says. And then she looked at him and said, can I have a little bit more? (laughs) (laughs) So, Robert Kirby, though maybe not the very first person, he asserts that he is the very first person who, um, from the uh, Ward Library, (laughs) sold marijuana from the the Ward Library. He says, uh, this confession could have some major fallout. If I get released, I hope I get called into the nursery. Although, probably guessing that's no longer an option. If I'm selling illegal substances in Heavenly Father's house, there's no way that they'll let me interact with little children again. So... That is that. Let me ask you, Daniel, was it everything that uh, you wanted this to be? It's brilliant. Good. That's right. Thank
2: you. Brilliant. Brilliant. Not awesome. And he wanted you here.
1: (laughs) No. And
5: brilliant. (laughs) Do you know that my son uses the word brilliant all the time? Yeah. Because he wants to be European. Yeah. Does it say holiday? He he doesn't. He still looks at, rolls his eyes when I use that one. Yeah, same. and he also uses. I, I don't know if it's a curse word that uh, you can just, you know, try just it. Say well, if we scream. The, you know, in Europe they use the term "bloody." Yeah, it's so yeah. bloody hot. Yeah, and yeah. and so he likes to throw that one in there. He thinks he's really. <laughs> can you say cool. that in
1: a wardhouse in uh, in England? Yeah. No. Oh, that's oh, so oh, that's great. Are we offending you right now? <laughs> it is. So so let All me right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. my ears. Uh, so so. The then, like, uh, what a great tangent we're going to go on at the end. Here. <laughs> so, like, if if something has a lot of blood coming out of it, can you use yeah. it as an adjective? Like, yeah, that is a yeah, bloody yeah. wound. Yeah, but you just can't use it at the other one. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Actually, <laughs> Louise, what do you think? You're gonna you're gonna listen to this future did we get you yeah yes. all right okay. I knew they were gonna say yes <laughs> even if they don't make
2: it I'll ask again later uh,
1: you hold them to it you yeah. make them at least listen to one pick your favorite yeah uh, do you have a favorite by the
2: way of all the episodes um, I don't know there's loads there's yeah lots. I, I- You know that temple guy, that temple. I can't remember what he spoke about stuff in the temple. I always read that thing, that that article he did. But otherwise, yeah, articles are news all all the time. Cool. Uh,
1: We've got some pretty interesting ones uh, coming up. Uh, This Friday's episode will be um, what is his name? Uh, Stuart Edge. Oh yeah, the uh, YouTube star. He's been all over. I think he did one of his months in London. Uh, Also, other upcoming episodes. Uh, I've already recorded it, and it's amazing. I sat down with um, Wallace Jeffs, who is the step or not stepbrother, half brother of Warren Jeffs, the FLDS prophet. Mm-hmm. And he, this guy, was a polygamist for a long time. He talks about having to go and rescue his kids that were in the polygamist compound. So it's pretty fascinating. That's coming up. He's got a book coming out. Uh, Daniel, you know that we do this, so let me ask you the three questions, knocking them down. Number one, do you have a calling, and if so, what is it? I'm the first counselor on the bishopric. Whoa! You said bloody. I know. The first. <laughs> For <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, if you could pick a calling for yourself, either one that
2: exists or make one up, what would you pick? Um, it's, it's a toss up. The two callings I've had, Bishopric or State Clerk, they're awesome because you get to know everything that's going on, but you can still kind of not have to make big decisions. <laughs> what, which clerk were you, financial or records? I was the State Clerk. I did both. And oh. I, I had like an assistant for the finances, so cool. I did everything. Cool. Yeah. That's a a lot of after hours counting money and stuff right pounds so yeah so on, on the bishopric I do more tithing now as a state clerk it was all meetings with the state presidency and when That's that changed when you get your
1: nap in brother Kyle <laughs> Those meetings. Yeah. what do you think <laughs>
2: Uh, great,
1: great. <laughs> and then you knock the tray and you're wondering, yeah. why is there a tray in a major? Anyway, uh, and And uh, then the last question that we ask everyone who steps here into the cultural hall
2: is, what is your favorite part of your faith? I um, think for me, I love the plan of salvation. Just knowing that there's kind of a, a role for everybody. There's something, you know, there's a plan for everybody that doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you do, that hopefully in the end it'll work out and Heavenly Father gives us lots of chances to, to get back to him because that's what he wants in the end Cool. Um, and I remember teaching you know the, the classic kind of picture of pre-earth life, earth life, social kingdom but through life and experiences that go on it kind of really we had our first child died when he was born mm-hmm. and so that made a massive difference you know I thought I knew the plan of salvation but I had to really sort of ask questions and figure out what that really meant to me so it made a big difference for me and it, what keeps me going just that I know I can just got to keep working hard and um, making good choices, so.
1: Cool. I love it. Right. If you lived here, I'd replace you with Kyle in a second. I just <laughs> want to I'll phone in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. We hope if you're sick or afflicted, you can be well and listen next week. You want to do one of these? Um, we hope that you can take these things into your daily life. And that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you <laughs> on the back row of,
2: of the, the cultural. cultural hall.
5: Save me a seat. It's sure be neat on the back row we really gotta go on the culture hall show Ow!